What's going on, everyone, and welcome back to Nerdwide Podcast. This is episode 20. I'm Tyler Haynes, and that man right there is Mr. Chris Rivers. And boy, do we have some reviews to talk to you about. Of course, a bunch of our nerdy stuff. We're going to review Falcon and Winter Soldier. We're going to talk about the newest Superman and Lois episode. We're to, and of course, talk about Zack Snyder's Justice League. But Chris, first off, I want to know how you're doing. How are you? A little under the weather. Allergies? Yeah, I think that's the big part of it. Yeah. It's, it's not COVID, so, is it? You can, can you smell, no, taste, all I that good stuff? I can smell and taste and... All that good stuff. Oh, good. Well, as long as long yeah. as we're not there. Um, I know here in the state of Tennessee, they are ramping up uh, vaccinations just for about almost for everybody now. And uh, for all the listeners out there, make sure you get vaccinated wherever you are and help stop this so we can get back to cons and movie theaters and all sorts of stuff and just to hang out with one each other. So make sure you're doing that. Of course, this Absolutely. is... Yeah, I'm telling you. They, they had that mass vaccination... Um, on Saturday here at Nissan Stadium. Uh, I got asked to volunteer for it, but by the time I signed up, it was already full. I could have been making fun just giving people shots, but we didn't. But this is the NerdWide Podcast. Of course, if you're on YouTube, make sure you hit the subscribe button and that bell right beside the subscribe as well. Let you know whenever we may post a new video. If you're on audio podcast services around the world, make sure you're subscribed and listening that way as well. And of course, if you have anything that you want to contribute to the show, uh, if you have any ways we can make it better, if we have any ways that you know you hate it about this show, just let us know in the comments and help us help you. Of course, if subscribing and or listening is not good enough for you and you want to do the extra mile patreon.com slash nerdwine there's three different tiers for you there to help us support us and get us better equipment if you want to do that so chris i want to jump right into this of course our first topic is tv and we all we know we've been watching falcon and winter soldier have you been watching anything else tv wise uh not really this week no did you watch any superman and lois I did watch Superman and Lois, yeah. Well, let's just throw that spoiler tag up and let's get right into it. I liked this one. It felt more so of a Smallville episode dealing with the kids um, in a metahuman prison camp. or Not really prison. Uh, I would say it's more so long of Xavier School for the Extraordinarily Gifted is Mm -hmm. what it sounds like is happening. Um, I'm sure we'll see more of it. But uh, we dealt with a little bit more consequences. It was a bigger Lois Lane episode more than it was, I feel right. like, a Superman one. And just the, the father-in-law and the grandfather, it's just, I'm just going to say, it, he's, he's pretty much a dick. Let's just call it what it is. You don't tell kids that. <laughs> Your dad's Superman, and you tell him that you need to think about the world instead of spending time with you at, at home. I'm like, come on, man. But Lois let yeah. him have it. So, yeah, she did. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was a pretty good episode. I, I like the fact that uh, Jonathan's finally starting to voice some of his his uh, insecurities about the fact that Jordan is is the star football player when mm-hmm. he hadn't played before this, and uh, he's he's going to start trying to figure out how he fits in now. Yeah, where um, he's, he's going to figure out his place in the family and his place in the world too. Yeah, because I mean, uh, Jordan's pretty much got it going on now. He's his flirting games up with his um, with Lana Lang's kid. Um, you know, star football player, loving it, and getting recognition from all the football players. We saw more of uh, Jonathan's heart and human side. I guess is the way mm-hmm. to put it. 
um, caring about this kid who's getting bullied because he hurt his arm at the explosion. But turns out he's got powers. I don't really know what those powers are. He just shakes. <laughs> That's it. Mm-hmm. Um, good episode. I, I, I'm still loving this show. I'm liking where they're going with it. And unfortunately, we've got our last episode coming up. But we'll talk about that in the notable news. Um, as far as what else I've been watching, I watched This Is Us, came back this week, and then the Bachelor finale. Don't know if I'm ever going to watch the show again, just because the way they ended this was was garbage and just trying to grab people. It just didn't work. Nobody got engaged. Nobody stayed together because the girl turned out being racist. Don't know how that happens, how they get on the show. Anyways, Chris, I want to know. We're finally here, two weeks after WandaVision. We're finally got continuation of the MCU. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, I'm just going to say this. I loved this episode. Uh, it wasn't too action-y besides the first part <clears throat> and then one little part in the middle. But everything else was good. We, we've got the six months post uh, blip or blip coming back in. Uh, we see Sam, what he's going through. We see what Bucky, what he's going through. Uh, we got a little bit of for the past about Bucky with one of his Winter Soldier missions, him killing a kid, trying to make amends. Dude, it, it's so good. I, I loved this one. This episode especially. I liked episode one of this much more than I liked WandaVision's episode one. Um, yeah. I mean, WandaVision's more mysterious and theorizing and everything. This one, you can't really draw those theories yet, and it wasn't much of a mystery except we're trying to set up these backstories for our characters and what's mm-hmm. going on in real life when they're not being superheroes. And the, the first action scene with Falcon, uh, with George St. Pierre, uh, was, was phenomenal. The whole action scene, flying through the valley, um, the helicopters, the airplanes, it was so much fun. And I mean, I, I can't wait for more of the show. I really can't, and I hate that we're only getting six episodes. But I think they're all like 40 minutes now. So hopefully we, we get a lot more in. What'd you think? I really, really liked it. Um, the fact that I love that they they land on the fact that uh, Bucky's 100 and what, 106? 106. <laughs> and this gal's hitting on him and everything. Uh, the guilt he has over killing mm-hmm. his friend's, his friend's son. Um but also the uh, the way that they have the uh, the events of the blip showing how it affected Sam's family with mm-hmm. the boat business and and all that and this idiot at the bank that as he's oh. turning them down for a loan wants a selfie. I, I can't stand it. It made me so bad. Just... But I'm I'm curious as to what's going. By the way, the guy playing Captain America. Yes, um, you know who that is, don't you? Yeah, it's Kurt Russell's son. Uh-huh. <laughs> I it's saw Kurt that Russell. on a little trivia thing. I was like, oh, Kurt that's Russell that's cool. Goldie Hawn's son, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess and Goldie Hawn. Friends of the show, of course. We reviewed a lot of their movies. <laughs> At least a couple. So they had so many. I was looking before we even started recording. I was scrolling through Reddit, and someone showed that one of the scenes with Rhodey, which, of course, was one of the special uh, guests this episode, was talking to Sam. You could see through Rhodey's pants and his periodically they were glowing, those little glow orbs, where he was wearing his brace that Tony Stark made him because he can't walk oh, because of that accident. So if you look, though, like if you pause it when they're sitting there talking in the room, you see his pants glowing. It's because he's got his brace underneath it. I'm just like, whoever is thinking this stuff 
And the same thing with um, Bucky can't get drunk because they mentioned Steve's not allowed. You know, he could drink, but he's not allowed to. Get, he can't get drunk anymore. And uh, so it's the same thing. Bucky couldn't get drunk anymore. And mm-hmm. it's um, so I'm I'm liking the that was his wow oh, what's the little uh, army guy's name that was introduced to this show guy, guy's face um, kicked in oh it's it starts tr something anyways i'm really liking him I, I i'm i'm excited to see where he goes i hope they don't kill him off but i could see them doing that um i'm just going i'm curious to see what brings these two together uh because we know he gets a shield back we know you know, they start doing a buddy cop thing with each other. I'm just wondering what brings them together. Is it this Captain America character coming out? Or is it the, um, what is it, the last flag or something like that? This new terrorist organization. And that's a super soldier, right? That's who we're going to say. Or that's what we're I'm thinking that is. Yeah. Okay. Because that's the only thing I can think of. Unless it's just someone else with more powers. But I think it's one of the uh, super soldiers. Got to be. Oh, but man, I I really enjoyed it. I mean, for me, this this premiere gets an A, and just yeah, let me just go to an A. It it was really good, and I really enjoy the continuity, the continuity, um, the new characters we got, the villain mm-hmm. plot, and the the actions of it all, and stuff that we didn't even think about. Like, I mean, how do superheroes get paid? That's what Sam was saying. It's right. like, you know, it's more like a, a, a goodwill thing. You know, I, I'm protecting the world. The least you could do is give me a loan. But, you know, here we are. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's something that doesn't get talked about talked mm-hmm. about a lot in movies and uh, and shows. But uh, I'm, I'm curious, too. Like, to me, and I know they just got the rights back, right, to some of these. Or they got them back recently. With uh, Bucky being where he was, I thought it would have been a great time to have, uh, even in the background, maybe had Kristen Ritter sitting back there in the background at a bar. Yeah. Or something, you know, right. just chilling. And like, <laughs> oh shit, there's Jessica Jones. Right. Like, that would have been a nice little cameo to make or something. That's where but... he's, he's in New York. So, I mean, they can, mm-hmm. they can have, they can do stuff like that. And they might have, we just never. Someone will break this stuff down. I'm curious to see all of the names in his book. And I'm still waiting for someone to freeze frame that and cross-reference names. But no one's done yeah, it Yeah, because I, I never picked up on uh, on the brace. I didn't notice that watching it. Oh, the, yeah, the bra- uh, Rhodey's braces. Yeah, dude, it's, I mean, there's so Marvel knows what they're doing. And this is mm-hmm. after WandaVision, technically. I think this is after WandaVision either during the same time or just a little bit before Spider-Man. So far from home. So, I mean, it's no one's talked about that, the hex yet or WandaVision. So I'm curious to see if we get a debriefing. I'm sure we will. Um, Cause mm-hmm. it's going to have to bring all these characters back together somehow. Yeah. But, but man, I enjoyed it. What's your grade for it? What you got? Um, I'm going to give the premiere. I'm, I'm going to go a minus. Yeah. I, I can't wait dude six episodes is not a lot but we still have to bring agent carter in um they trying to they kind of tricked us with the very first scene of i was thinking he was going to captain america steve rogers funeral but mm-hmm. in theory in reality he was going to the smithsonian and we all knew that like no one's someone's going to break in and steal that thing but in reality 
It was given. They didn't have to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's still stolen, but legally. So that's it for that review. Let's get right into our notable news here. Number one, Kingsley Benadier to star in Marvel's Secret Invasion series for Disney+. Plus. We're going to Variety.com by Joe Otterson. One Night in Miami star Kingsley Ben-Adir has been cast alongside Samuel L. Jackson and Ben Mendelsohn in the Disney Plus Marvel series Secret Invasion. Variety has learned. Exact character details for Ben-Adir's characters are being kept under wraps, but according to sources, he'll be playing a main villain. Jackson will reprise the role of Nick Fury in the series, while Mendelsohn will play the scroll Talos, as he did in Captain Marvel. Secret Invasion centers on Fury and Talos, who first met during the events of Captain Marvel, and a faction of shape-shifting scrolls who have been infiltrating Earth for years. Reps, representatives for Ben and Deer and Disney did not immediately respond to Variety's request for comment. I'm excited about that. Of course, uh, Ben and Deer played uh, Malcolm X in One Night in Miami, which you could, of course, catch our review on episode 17 or 16 anyways it's the, it's the main title if you did not watch that movie please watch it stop what you're doing right now pause this go watch it watch that episode of us and listen to our episode of our review and then come back and press play i know it's a lot but it was a great movie everyone needs to watch it i'm really excited about this casting especially if he's the villain because he's a i'm just gonna say a damn good actor so mm-hmm. bring it on yeah yeah exactly and, unfortunately, number two in our last story for news, for TV news, is, remember, this is our last week of Superman and Lois until May 18th. Uh, this mm. Tuesday will be uh, the fifth episode and final one until two months from now. So. No bueno. Yeah, I don't like that, but we'll, we'll see how it is. But, of course, it's Supergirl starting up their last and final season. And then releases this week, we've got Thursday, March 25th. If you're a fan of Dota, the animated show Dota Dragon's Blood premieres on Netflix. Friday, March 26th, The Mighty Ducks Game Changers premieres on Disney+. And that is a continuation of The Mighty Duck Movies. And Friday, March 26th, which this is also going to be our um, review for next podcast, is Robert Kirkman's Invincible. That launches on Amazon. I'm pretty sure they're launching the first three episodes on it, if not the first two. And I'm, that's one I'm really excited about. We reported on a couple episodes ago of all of the, the strong cast that's in it. And mm-hmm. I'm really excited. And I can't wait. And I've been wanting to find like a big trade paperback of all of Invincible. Because I've heard it's, uh, it's pretty spot on. And the story is absolutely phenomenal. And I'm really excited for that. So that will be your homework for next week, guys. Make sure you watch the however many episodes they put up on Friday. We're going to review it and talk about that as well and keep going on the Falcon and Winter Soldier party train. But Chris, the headline of this episode, it's time. We're getting into our movie section. Uh, I just want to ask flat out, have you watched any other movies besides this one? No, I really didn't have time, man. This was, and this, was a, this was a long one. Yeah. And all right, let's just get right to it. I want to talk about Zack Snyder's Justice League review. Of course, this came out this past Thursday. I watched it Friday night, all four hours of it in one sitting. Um, I it did not feel like four hours to me due to them putting it into chapters. Technically, mm-hmm. that's seven chapters we talked about last week with the epilogue. Um, we we have to we have to compare and contrast this to the Justice League. 
I don't know about you, but I 100% loved this movie much better than the last one. And yeah. like CGI was fixed. Uh, the story made perfect sense in the way they told it. Uh, it was rated R. The, the gore and the killing was beautifully well done. And it tied into like the Zack Snyder's DC world. It was so beautiful the way they did it all. Um, Superman's story was great. Uh, Batman, we got more of a story with, although he didn't really do anything but bring the team together. Uh, Wonder Woman, uh, of course, she did her thing in Paris with the whole with the little girl sitting down there. She said, "Can I mm-hmm. be like you?" She said, "Of course." It was such perfect Wonder Woman thing, except she lied to her because definitely not cannot be like her um, unless you're a demigod like uh, Diana is. Uh, we got a lot more cyborg backstory, got a lot of flash backstory and things like that. And the, this first scene with him using his powers outside the, the doggy daycare was so well done. Yeah. I, uh, I just, even with the hot dog cart, I mean, he put a hot dog in his shirt uh, for later and it just, it was just so beautiful. I, I just, I loved it all dark side. Um, I hate seeing Amber Heard in anything, but. Uh, the Atlantis storyline, how it continued on. We got William Defoe. Didn't even know he was back in. I didn't even know he was in this movie. Uh, I mean, it was just so so well done, and the fact that this this has been sitting in a vault or on a computer or a USB drive for what uh, 2017, 18, 19, 20 for four years now, is just mind boggling to me. How Warner Brothers said no, we're not gonna put this out. I, it, it blows my mind. Um, I am giving this a, this is my first one, Chris. I think I'm pretty sure this is my first rating for this movie in a plus. I mean, there's just, it left nothing on the table. If I, I'm curious to see what happens on Monday of this next week to see if DC and Warner brothers is like, all right, Zach, here's what we're going to do. We're going to give you this much money, make whatever you want to make. There's so many sequels that could come out come out of this. I'm pretty sure that Snyder though said he's no longer going to do this anymore. But I feel like if you give him enough money, they'll come back. I, I need Ben Affleck as Batman again. I need Henry Cavill to come back as Superman again. I just I, I see your face. I know. I know, but I absolutely love this movie. And Ben Affleck is one of my favorite Batman. And I'm sorry, <laughs> it's unpopular opinion, but it is. And that's all I've got to say um, about the movie. <laughs> Um, I thought that the story was much better. Yes. Um, like you said, they, they did better work with the CGI. Um, the only knock I've seen from people really is the length. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't mind that, you know, you know, going in what it is. Yeah. Um, I don't know. If I hate to keep bringing it up, right? But oh boy. it's it's still hard for me to get used to Ezra Miller as the Flash. Mm-hmm. I just I've watched so much of the show <laughs> that it's like Grant Gustin is the Flash. Yeah, I want him in the movie, but I mean that's no knock on Ezra Miller. It's just you know what it is. Um. I loved the effects with the all the villains and how they looked. They were great, and they they looked good. And 
and I even told, like I said, that with my wife when I went, because I watched the, okay, I guess I did watch it. I watched the Justice League Thursday, Joss Whedon's Justice League. And when it first showed Steppenwolf, I said, look how terrible he looks. And I pulled up a picture on my phone of the new one. I said, now look how great he is. And she says, I don't understand how they pushed this one through. And this one is set, you know, for four years, not doing anything. I said, I, I, I've got no idea. And yeah. it's, oh, they did such a good job with this movie. They, um, they really did. Look, it's, it makes a lot of sense for Zack Snyder to say, I'm, I'm done with this stuff mm-hmm. because then his price, his asking price goes from here to here. Especially this after this weekend. Yeah. Now I did hear, you've probably heard the same thing. They are going to release a uh, version of the film. I think they're calling it the Shades of Grey, mm-hmm. which is all of it in black and white. Um, that would be an interesting watch. Yeah, for sure. Um, Zack Snyder loves that stuff for some reason. I don't see. I can see the allure to it, but it's just not not for me. The last I heard or read they were going to wait and see how this film did before they determined if they were going to follow it up with anything that was currently not planned. Don't I, I, listen. I can't have hope like that. And does I'm telling, we didn't even talk about black suit Superman for God's sake. I, I, I Joker. don't Joker at the very end of it. Like did a complete 180 on the suicide squad Joker much needed 180 on the Suicide Squad Joker. And if you notice that that, because Jared Leto was the only one that did reshoots or came in and did shoots. Um, and that was one of the scenes. I mean, that was the scene because the only thing he was in. And it's just such a good job with it. I just don't, oh, there's so many spinoffs. You can do, you can do Justice League 2. You can do um, the the Nightmare World with Batman and Joker and all of them. As uh, you continue on to that, and there's just so much you can do. Man of Steel 2, why in God's green earth do we not have one of those yet? Or even talked about. And I know it's a Zack Snyder thing, but I'm putting the spoiler tag up real quick. You you saw, you saw understood that she's pregnant, right? Uh, uh-huh. Superman and her, yeah. Because he, they did a little test. They kind of put that in there for a little second. And then right at the farm, when, at the very end of the movie, uh, ben Affleck said, oh, congratulations, by the way, that's what he was talking about. Um, and they named their son, Zack Snyder already said all this, because it's, he said there, he planned to make two Justice League 2 and 3, and then the third one, um, their son's name is Bruce Kent, named after uh, Batman because he dies or something, apparently, and he becomes the new Batman, Bruce Kent does. Mm. So I was like, oh, that's pretty trippy. All right, spoiler tag is <laughs> well, the the funny thing is the uh, the end, right? Because mm-hmm. we're we're told earlier in the movie, and then they mention it again at the end when the Joker's there. That Lois is going to have something to do with all of this. Yeah, she's the key. Yeah, she's she's the key, and apparently, spoiler guys, spoiler tags up. She dies. Because mm. remember. He says she, she died. She he says to Bruce Wayne, "She died in your arms." Yeah. So, what kills Lois? And apparently, that's what sets Superman off. 
Right. Uh, just say, just F it. Down with everybody, down with the earth. So, but it's, I'm so excited. Like, and I'm very curious what happens come Monday or, or, or just this week period of as far as uh, numbers. I'm sure there's going to be watch numbers. We don't quite know how the, the money aspect lines up with a subscription service like this with a movie. Uh, but I'm very curious and I, I can't wait for the future of it. And I, I want to bring up the Rotten Tomato scores from, from both movies. The Justice League Rotten Tomato score with the critics was 40%. The audience score gave it a 71%. And this um, was after this weekend. This was after Saturday night. So we had two, two days of uh, movies and uh, audience reactions. The Snyder Cut Rotten Tomato score, 77% from the critics. You know, the, the Justice League got 40%. And then the audience score gave it a 97%. Compared to seventy-one percent of the Justice League, and I, I'm That's right awesome. there with them. A lot of people were also concerned about the aspect ratio, the four by three. This movie was meant for IMAX, and he said he's not going to compromise image to to stretch it out like that. He said this is going to be exactly how I shot this, and they did. And I didn't mind it; I didn't bother me at all. But no, I was curious to see what you well, thought, being the the film lover you are. You know, people have a misconception about ratios and if it's shot for 4-3 and you see it as 4-3 you're not losing anything right. right? you're seeing everything you're supposed to see now when you take a widescreen film and they trim it down to fit television which a lot of TV networks now will air in widescreen because we have widescreen TVs but when they do cut it down they chop off part of the picture so if you film in a widescreen ratio and then it gets cut down for television, you do lose picture. Otherwise, you don't. Um, so most people have an issue with 4.3 because of that. They feel like they're losing something. I'm not seeing everything. It's not filling up my screen. Right. It's not supposed to. I see, guys. The more you know with Chris Rivers. Someone, um, someone clip that out and cut it out. That would be me and send it out to the world so people can learn. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, I'd probably give it an A. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a little short of an A plus just because I don't know. It there there were a couple of things that um, it was a little tough to to watch. Um, Amber Heard in the movie. Yeah, I, I can't stand it. every time she popped up on screen. I was like, please just stop. I did want to mention though the uh, they mentioned the uh, the Superman S right the the crest mm-hmm. and of course depending on what you're watching or what you're reading there's different um, there's different explanations for what that is right on the show Krypton they said it's the crest for the House of L mm-hmm. uh, it's like the coat of arms. Um, which today is so, its a three-year premiere date anniversary. Yeah. Probably. So I uh, I googled it just to see what the the main um, the main theory was on that because no one it's not canon one way or the other it just keeps changing and uh, found out that it was Marlon Brando in the first Superman movie 
who he wanted Jor-El to wear it so that it was like a family crest and uh, or a coat of arms. And that was the first time that had been done. So the idea of it being a crest or coat of arms came from Marlon Brando. Ain't that something? That's kind of cool. Uh, that's just, I love it when they do stuff like that. And I, oh, I also liked the uh, him walking through the ship and we seeing all the different suits just start popping out behind the wall. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. Just be, it's just stuff like that's cool to me. Mm-hmm. So, but Chris, that was it. And of course, we talked about the movie review for next week. It's actually going to be the TV show in review. It's going to be Invincible. Uh, we finally have it. We can stop talking about Zack Snyder's Justice League. We can stop doing news reports on it. Just kidding, because we've got some news stories here for you in the movie section that deals with just that. And our first one here is John Stewart was originally going to appear in the Snyder Cut, says Zack Snyder, for going to a little small site known as comicbook.com. This is by Russ Berlingame. In the final moments of Zack Snyder's Justice League, Bruce has some minor spoilers, by the way. Bruce Wayne gets an unexpected visit from a fan-favorite DC hero. If Snyder had it his way, though, the scene would have played out a little bit differently. The filmmaker reveals that his original plan for the scene was to introduce Green Lantern John Stewart in the movie's final movie, moments, but the Warner Media asked him not to, apparently because they had specific plans for how they hoped to use him in live action. Instead, Zack Snyder went ahead to use another character whose appearance in the film was expected, but whose interactions with Batman were a surprise. I mean, what else do you have planned for the Green Lantern? They had plans, if you remember, they had the Green Lantern Corps that was supposed to come out, I think, uh-huh. this year or 2022, but has been silent. Been nothing right. about that. So, But wouldn't it be good to kind of drop that little tease in to keep him on people's minds right i mean they in the prehistoric little war they did like the there was a green yeah there was a green lantern there that died um that was in both movies but Mm -hmm. that would have i feel like that would have brought him into it instead we had who we had which i completely forgot about that was in the movie until we saw the two scenes with him in it right um thanks for helping out by the way he didn't do anything during the big fight scenes, but you know, to each the room. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I, I agree. I, I think that John Stewart would have been a better huge cameo at the end, more mm-hmm. so than who it was. Right. And then the second one does deal with Zack Snyder's Justice League. Just a just a smidgen. Nothing as crazy as that last one. Number two, Maribel Verdu has been cast as Barry Allen's mother in the upcoming Flash film, while his father, who is portrayed by Billy Crudup in the Justice League, won't make it due to a scheduling conflict. We're going to Deadline.com. This is by Anthony D'Alessandro. Now, we're hitting all of our uh, hitters for our um, articles mm-hmm. today. The Flash's Barry Allen loses his father, but gains a mother in the upcoming Warner Brothers DC standalone movie. Not literally in the movie, but in regards to the casting of Warner Brothers. I don't know why they put that in there. E2 Mama Tambien and Pan's Lambrith actress Maribel Verdu will play Alan's mom, while Billy Crudup, due to a scheduling conflict on a second season of Apple's The Morning Show, will not be reprising his role as Flash's father. Ezra Miller, of course, will be playing Alan the Flash again, camera's role in the spring to summer in London. So that's pretty cool. We've got some new casting news for her. Uh, and speaking of casting news, we're going straight into our third story here. Chiwetel Ejiofor confirms he has officially joined the Doctor Strange set in London. We're going to ScreenRant.com. This is by Josh Plains. 
Chiwetel Ejiofor says he started filming scenes as Carl Mordo in the Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Despite being pushed back twice due to the coronavirus pandemic, principal photography for the highly anticipated sequel to 2016's Doctor Strange has been underway in and around London for several months. With Sam Raimi at the, at the helm, the film will see Benedict Cumberbatch, Cumberbatch return as the sorcerer alongside Elizabeth Olsen's Wanda Maximoff, a.k.a. officially the Scarlet Witch. So it sounds like, uh, despite the pandemic, the Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness is trudging along. We've got our main villain, uh, well, one of our villains in the movie, on set now filming. Of course, we already know Benedict is there. We already know um, Elizabeth is there. So this does not come as a surprise that the villain is there as well. And I'm ready for this movie. I'm just going to say what it is. Yeah. Then, Chris, this is one from your and my early lifetime. This is going to be a good, fun, new story. Number four, Ace Ventura 3 is in development. I've got some thoughts on this one as we go to IGN.com. This is by Joseph Noop. A third Ace Ventura film is in the works and is being written by the writers behind 2020's Sonic the Hedgehog film. The news was revealed in an interview conducted by distributor Park Circus focusing on the production company Morgan Creek, which produced the original Ace Ventura films. Quote, we're pretty excited about our franchise developments with the Exorcist and the Ace Ventura franchises. It's noticeable from the 3 million fans chatting on the official Facebook page for Ace Ventura that audiences are clamoring for a third installment, Morgan Creek said. During COVID, audiences have been in love and are thrilled to have beloved characters brought back with new stories. Ace Ventura will see a new day at Amazon as a major motion picture theatrical with Sonic the Hedgehog writers. I'm excited about this, but are, do you think that it should just be done? Like we, we've got one and two, they were great. Let's not just keep doing the sequels thing as we see other movies do it. Or do you think this is the right time to be doing it with all of these movies, um, like Space Jam 2 coming back out or coming out and, um, and movies like that? Do you think is now is the time or do you think it should just be laid to rest? If you have a good story, tell it. If you don't, don't even go don't back bother. into that. No. Um, I'm also interested to see what they have coming up with The Exorcist. Mm-hmm. Because they put that in there for a reason. Yeah. So, I mean, it's 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 really exciting, and uh, if we get some good classic Ace Ventura jokes and fun, it's, I I'm all in. I mean, the one and mm-hmm. two were phenomenal. And they could do a lot. Laces out. Right. (laughs) I will never forget him talking with his butt. I will never forget that, ever. Um, I wish I could. (laughs) And then, unfortunately, our last news story for the movie section is Venom, Let There Be Carnage, delayed again to September 17th, 2021, instead of June 25th, 2021. Um, as long as it comes out before, I feel like this movie, it has to come out before the new Spider-Man. I'm pretty sure Sony has plans and they know what they're doing with these two movies. And this movie will have to come out before Spider-Man, uh, away from what's, what's the new one? Um, no way, no way home. So I just, because it's, it's connected. We've officially made it a connected now because, um, What's is the uh, the vulture is in? Let there be carnage. Wait, no, yeah. vulture's in uh, Morbius. So never mind. 
that throws everything through a loop. So I'm curious though. I'm I'm excited. Oh. Uh, did you ever watch the Venom? We talked about that. The um, the most recent one. Yeah, the one with um, Ed Hardy. I believe I did. Yeah, I liked it. We watched it uh, last summer in 2020, actually. But we talked about it on the show. Already watching it. I'm excited for the second one because Carnage is Woody Harrelson, and I like him and want him in more things. That's just my Woody. You know, my own you, my own thing. You want Woody? I want. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> no new movie releases this week, unfortunately. We had a huge one with Zack Snyder's last week. Um, I'm not sure. I figure what's coming up next, as far as big nerdy movies. Oh, uh, King uh, Godzilla versus Kong. Then that's gonna be a good one, Chris. And there was something said, I heard. There was something I heard about Godzilla. Oh no! Um, no, it, it was a scrapped project. I think it was supposed to be. They had pitched the idea of having. Um, I think it was either Superman or Batman versus Godzilla at one point. I mean, um, it's both Warner Brothers. So I mean, but it got scrapped. It was something I was reading, getting ready to watch the Snyder Cut, and it, it popped up as one of the suggested stories. I'm yeah. going to need you, your homework, Chris, on top of watching The Invincibles, is finding this news story and sending it to me, because that sounds okay. like a fun read. <laughs> oh, and some other fun reads and fun things that came out this week. From our, we're going straight into our third topic of the video game section. Chris, have you been playing anything fun recently? I played a little bit more Valhalla mm. and, you know, a little bit of Madden, but that's it. And I've been missing out time and again. No matter how many times I make it into a queue, I never get a console. <laughs> we're, we're working. I'm telling you, um, a couple of weeks, it's it's going to be, there's reasons for it. And I'm telling you, we're going to make it happen. I promise you. Uh I've been playing something new. It's come kind of, and it's one of our top news stories. Uh, I've started playing Dishonored Definitive Edition. Of course, Dishonored and Arcane Studios, one of my favorite games and studios, um, came out. Of course, with the Bethesda titles last week we talked about. Mm-hmm. So I started playing this again. But this week it got an FPS boost, uh, along with other games. So we're just gonna jump straight into that. I love Dishonored. Uh, if you have not played that series or Prey, you have to. All right, number one. FPS boost now doubles frame rates for some Bethesda favorites on Xbox Series X and S. We're going straight to the Xbox Wire for this one. And this is by Will Tuttle, of course, the Xbox Wire EIC. Hot on the heels of officially welcoming Bethesda's world-renowned studios to the Xbox family, we're excited to announce that five of the biggest titles from the vast catalog of games, Dishonored Definitive Edition, The Elder Scrolls V Skyrim Special Edition, Fallout 4, Fallout 76, and Prey will all be updated to today today to enable FPS boost on Xbox Series X and Xbox Series S. It's not just owners of these titles that get to take advantage of FPS boost. All of these titles are available with FPS boost for Xbox Game Pass members too. As a reminder, FPS boost employs a variety of new methods for nearly doubling the original frame rate on selected titles. Higher, steadier frame rates make games visually smoother, resulting in more immersive gameplay. We partnered closely with developers to enhance the experience while maintaining the game's original intent. 
And while not applicable to all games, these new tiles can push game engines to render more quickly for a buttery smooth experience beyond what the original game might have delivered due to, cap due to the capabilities of the hardware at the time. For the five titles we've shared today, gamers can expect to see an increase from 30 FPS to nearly 60 FPS while enabling FPS boost. Um, that was one of my main reasons for jumping back into Dishonored. One, I love that game. This is probably my third or fourth <laughs> playthrough of it. And it looks so much and plays so much better with these boosts. And these aren't the first ones. And these, this is all free. So if you have the games you've got yeah. in the, the new uh, consoles, you have FPS boost. And I cannot wait until they put more. Obviously, the five hottest titles of the Bethesda they did, just because, you know, that's where all your audience is going to go. And I can't wait to see more parties and developers do this with their games and boost up what they had in the past. And I mean, it was a lot of fun. So yeah. I'm excited to keep jumping into these games and something else here, Chris, our new story number two. So I talked about last week, we had the new season of Fortnite come out this past Tuesday. Well, there was a uh, opening cinematic like they usually do for most of their seasons. Except this one was a little different. New story number two. The Russo brothers co-directed the latest Fortnite cinematic opener. We're going to TheVerge.com, and this is by Andrew Webster. The start of Fortnite's latest season began with a three-minute-long cinematic that set up the season six's story, along with the game's first narrative-driven single-player experience. It was like a short animated action movie, which makes sense since Joe and Anthony Russo, the pair best known, pair best known for their work on the Avengers movies, helped co-direct it. In a statement to The Verge, the Russo brothers said, quote, It's been fantastic working with the team at Epic. Fortnite holds a unique place in pop culture, and we think that Donald Mustard is a visionary storyteller who continues to take us all into unexplored territory. The crossover isn't too surprising, given the collaboration between Marvel and Epic in the past. Fortnite even featured an entire Marvel-themed season that started last summer. The partnership dates back even further, though, to when Thanos appeared in Fortnite in 2018 as part of an Avengers Infinity War crossover. That's awesome. And yeah. the, the opening cinematic was cool because you had Terminator there, you had Predator, you had Aliens, the Xenos from Aliens. Um... I forget the pro the the people in both uh Sarah is our Sarah in Terminator. Yeah. Um, Sarah Connor. Sarah Connor, she was in there. The oh god, I've, I've, this is killing me that forgetting this actress's name. Um she's in Avatar. She was in Alien. Uh Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Weaver. Her character was in there. I'm telling you, I can't believe I forgot her name. Uh, and it was really cool. You had uh, Deadpool get killed off, of course, with all your different Fortnite characters. And it was a really good cinematic. And when they popped him up, oh. when they when this story popped, I was like, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense why it was so good. Uh, but unfortunately, what is not so good? I don't know why I keep ending these news stories off with these uh, each section with depressing news here. But <laughs> the third and last video game... Um, news we have here is by that Gotham Knights has been delayed and will launch in 2022. I'm going directly to their tweet for the information. We are giving the game more time to deliver the best possible experience for players. Thank you for our amazing fans for your tremendous support of Gotham Knights. We look forward to showcasing more of the game in the coming months. Um, and it's now going to launch worldwide in 2022. The thing that I don't, obviously this is because of COVID. 
this game was meant to come out this year and COVID pushed everything back with everyone working from home. But when they showed this off in the DC fandom in 2020, the game looked almost done. Like it, the, the level that they showed, it looked great. I'm sure that's the ones the earlier ones they've worked on. It's just not ready yet. And I understand it. It sucks, but a delayed game is forever great when a rushed game is forever bad. That's from a developer. I already forgot his name, and I apologize. He's a very big video well, game director. Does CD Projekt Red have anything to do? No. No, they, they need to delay that game for another couple of years, if we're going to be honest with ourselves. But that's a top-down scenario, and Warner Brother Games knows about what makes or breaks game, especially with publicity. And... If you launch a bad game, your game is going to forever be horrible. And I get that, and I understand that. Yeah. So that is it for all of our news this week. We've got three new-ish things coming to you for our noble new releases for video games. Fall Guys Season 4 for PC and PS4 launches March 22nd. Immortals Phoenix Rising Myths of the Eastern Realm DLC launches on all platforms March 25th. And for those PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series 6 owners, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 Remastered comes out on March 26th if you pay the upgraded price, which I will not be. And I hate that Activision's doing that. I get to pay, like, I think it's 13 No, it's like either 10 or $15 to upgrade. I'm like, why? That's just, stupid. Yeah, just siphon money out of me. That's And then we'll not get mine. So, Chris... Episode 19, we finally got Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League. We finally have found uh-huh. him the Winter Soldier, uh, although we didn't wait as long Sam as that Bucky. one. Sam and Bucky. Sam and Bucky, or I've heard of this one too, Falky. Falky? So, one word, F-A-L-C-K-Y, Falky. There See? you go. <laughs> That's how I've been referring I'm to in. it all week. <laughs> Guys, again, thank you all for listening and watching all over the world. We appreciate all of your service and um, service, your uh your views and your listens. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Nerdlight podcast. We've been hyping up Zack Snyder's justice league for a while now, and we finally got it. And to me, it did not disappoint at all. Um, Don't forget to share on all your favorite social media platforms with your friends, with your family. If they don't know the shows around, we can't get views and we can't get views. We can't continue to keep doing this show for you guys. Uh, don't forget to rate and review if you're on your favorite uh, audio podcasting service. And don't forget to subscribe hit the bell if you like this video. And if you quite literally liked this video of the podcast, hit the little thumbs up down there. Instead of hitting the thumbs down, if you dislike something, let us know down in the comments what we can do better. But if you really, really liked us, go to patreon.com slash nerdwide and give us a couple bucks over that way. Uh, social media you can follow the nerd wide account at nerd underscore wide you can follow me personally at ty underscore haynes you can follow chris at mavtn7 and guys as always this has been the nerd wide podcast and we cannot wait to come with you next week with some more news and some more reviews and we will see you then stay safe wash your hands and get vaccinated if you can later guys <laughs>